Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast with me, Morten Clint, and Chris... Christopher? What's your name again? Oh no, it's Nicholas! <laughs> Hello, we're finally back. <laughs> it's been so long I forgot your name. Nicholas Becker Mer- Merkel, Merkel, Merkel. <laughs> back once again. I had to look at my hand, I have, a, I, I have it written down there. <laughs> name of podcast. Just, uh, running away from all the, the anxious sweat. Don't forget to buy milk. Okay, sorry. Uh, we, we, yeah, we, we had a quite lovely summer and we've been a bit relaxed. And it, basically, we haven't recorded for a while because Nicholas has been to all these weddings. You know how he is, just oh, constantly <laughs> traveling around, visiting these nice weddings and stuff. Uh, but now we're back. Also been, also been playing tons of games, though. That's it's true. A, it's a great excuse. Yes, for sure. And uh, that's something we're going to talk about uh, later in the show. Um, and before that, we're also going to talk about all the things we've been building and are currently currently building. I'm sitting here, just I have a pile of uh, resin dust in front of me. But what is it from? Mm. Stick around and you'll find out. Uh, but maybe first, the thing that's on everyone's mind, Book Nine Crusade. Yeah. Uh, yep. and it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny because uh, none of us are like very excited about this book. No, but, but I'm I'm happy that things are happening for uh, heresy again. Uh, that's always good, I feel. Um, but I guess it's mostly uh, like uh, what the content is. I mean, some uh, some for night lords, and then a lot for dark angels, which is cool because it's about time we get some dark angels. But um, other than that, I haven't heard anything that really got me interesting interested about like campaign mechanics or something like that. Uh, have you? Um. No, no, not sure. Yeah, new, yeah, new missions yeah. or anything. It's oh. like th- there is a great campaign system in book four, but oh, yeah. no one really has to. No one lives with another heresy player, so they can't like, really play. It. That is true. That is it's true. It's so hard but, to organize like running campaigns. But uh, there are some things in this new book. Uh, some units for any legion that yeah. I think is kind of that's kind of got me excited. Uh, the the oh. Legion Hussars. Yes, cool. yes, that's really cool. Uh, and we'll come back to what they are. Um, but, uh, well, first of all, none of us have the book in hand. And uh, so our our knowledge is based off, well, Garrow and rumors. other players. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so maybe we Wild might get something wrong. We, yeah, we might get something wrong. But hopefully we're like a second or third third hand uh, source of information. <laughs> um uh, should we jump straight into it? Do you think? Uh, yeah. First of all, go? it's yeah. about the the Travis Crusade, mm-hmm. uh, Dark versus uh, Night Lords. Ah, and, now uh, I got so. Oh no! I bought it because I thought it was about like the Great Crusade. It was called Crusade. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I compare this. Like, if it if the the Heresy was the Second World War, then mm-hmm. this would be like the the Burmese campaign. Just, the the Bur- I haven't heard in of in Burma. Just ah. like the British fighting Japanese. Exactly, you haven't heard of it because it has like no relevance to. <laughs> it's kind of in the. the I, I remember. Fighting. Yeah, in the. I, I mean, I read some of the black books with the with the Dark Angels where they talk about. Oh, and you know, you you know that they are over on like a far. Yeah, I guess far out on the fringe of the universe, uh, fighting against the Night Lords, and the Night Lords are just like, Ha-ha! and the Dark Angels are just oh, constantly chasing them around. But it's yeah. sort of like, yeah, well, they're up doing that. 
And that's why the Dark Angels are not really involved in the other big conflicts, I guess. Yeah, but then they still made it to McCrag. Oh, that's true, yeah. So, I mean, they weren't held up for that long. No? But, I mean, I guess there's a lot of other big conflicts up until that that they haven't really been part of. Uh, but, I don't know, are they at Terra? No. So but, they... I mean, they, they could have been, because the, yeah. the Blood Angels left McCrag when yeah. the Darkness were already there. So, wait. So, I mean, they're obviously not in uh, any of the Istvan places. Uh, and they're not what other big campaigns well, you have? They're, they're not in, helping in out in Krag. Yeah, they're helping out after Kelth in McCrag. Yeah, but that's kind of a bit too late, isn't it? <laughs> when yeah. half of, like, 250 of the 500 worlds have been burned and raped by the <laughs> world, <laughs> world eaters and word bearers, and then they're like, oh, we're here now to keep peace. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but actually, we're kind of fine now, Gilliman says. But, you know, we should ha- probably head for Terra and save, uh, save our dad. N- no. no. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what's up. Yeah, uh, because he shows up first in the crack, and then oh. uh, the blood units show up. And technically, doesn't he make it worse because he's, he's bringing Conrad Curse with him on the ship? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <he's> the... <laughs> Just this, you... There's a super awkward moment where, like, he goes down to talk to Gilliman, hmm. and then uh, Curse, like, licks some kind of ID pad, hmm. and because he has the same DNA as his brother, oh. it, it accepts it. And then he, Conrad Curse launches, like, hundreds of uh, Marines that were ready in drop pods. To oh, be, yeah. Like, ready to attack the Ultramarines if they turn out to be traitors. Yeah. And then uh, the lion just had this super awkward moment where he had to like explain, like, yeah, I mean, I was kind of having a gun pointed towards your head with all these <laughs> Marines, but it was a total accident that I just launched him. And also, Curse is here, and he's going to kill everyone. Please don't shoot down my, my, my drop pods, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then they have a jolly good time hunting Curse around the city. That was yeah. a nice, nice book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's a, it's a shame if they weren't around more in the heresy because they have so much cool uh, units. I mean, they're the first legion and uh, a lot of uh, things that distinguish them from the from everyone else. I guess everyone else had to learn from them. Uh, and I think that's something that they really uh, try to show in this book. They have a lot of uh, cool variations. Yeah. I mean, they, they have like five rights of war as well. It's crazy, yeah. Um, and uh, fucking hell, share yeah. some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, but first of all, there are also some rules for the uh, Night Lords in this book. And I think there were a lot of Night Lords players that felt like, oh, our Legion hasn't really gotten an update for a long time. And, you know, pro- probably because they waited for this, I guess. Um, and like, oh, you know, no one, all our special u- units are crap compared to other Legions and stuff. Uh, so perhaps some of them have become a bit better in this. Uh, as, a, as I'm not a Night Lords player, I can't really say. But I know there are some updates for... Um, uh, I mean, uh, for both terror, terror I mean, squads the, and uh, what are called raptors. Yes, I think both of them got better. They're like yeah, some so. cheaper to get um, some cool weapons for them and stuff. Yeah, I think that like all raptors can take melter bombs as well, which they couldn't before or something. Oh, oh yeah, that's cool. Um, but and also they got a new uh, type of unit, which is the Contacar Terminator Elite. Yep. 
Um, and they're yeah. basically there. You could Severtor can take them instead of a command squad. Otherwise, they are elites. Uh, but if Sevatar and Curse are not in the army, they can be a single unit to take up of HQ choice instead. That's kind of good if you're short on elites choices, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they can so, be upgraded to, to to teleport and stuff. So that that the thing that uh, like they had another unit in the lore that they didn't make and just made yes, up a new thing. The Atramentar, I think, is there. Like yeah. the elite terminators of the uh, yeah of them. And now I don't know if these are. Sub- I think someone tried to explain it once, and it was something like, "Well, all basically, I think the first, you know, like the first company, like the the veterans in Terminator armor would be, all of them are like the Atramentor or something, and then I guess the Contecar are Atramentor Terminators, but like extra good or something." Yeah, I think someone said as well, like, uh, "Well, you just use a Terminator command squad to represent them." Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, uh, I don't know, that's a bit bullshit. Like, why can't you just represent just Aaron Terminators with? Those or Deathshot yeah, Terminators exactly. or any Terminator. Yeah, I think they. I think they were a bit disappointed, but I. I mean, you could definitely use these new ones as uh, your Atramentor them, I guess, because they are. I think they sound really cool. I, I, they have even shown the models for them, right? I don't know. The, I think yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen uh, these new Terminators or an upgrade kit at least for uh, Night Lords. Um, they can take a special uh, type of a power claw. I don't think we've seen that before, right? We have a power fist, we have a chain fist, we have lightning claw, but a power claw is double strength. Orc AP... territory. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so double the strength, AP2 shred, which is like part of the lightning claw, I guess, and then unwieldy, which is part of the power, power fist. So a mix of a power fist cool. and a lightning claw. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Reroll those ones. Yeah. Sounds really scary. And then they have another new weapon, which is like the, the headsman's axe. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, uh, see if I can find it. Is it like an Somewhere. even more powerful uh, Nostromo Chainglaive kind of thing? Uh, yeah, it can replace any po- power weapon for an upgrade, I guess, but only independent characters, I think. Uh, it's double the strength, uh, uh, AP3, two handed, and rending. Oh, that's cool. And I don't know, is it a chain, the chain glaive that they had? Is that sort of like, wasn't that. Uh, Maybe yeah, I think pl- it's similar. It, I think it's also AP3 and rending, but maybe not yeah. double the strength. No, I think it's just plus one or plus two. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, so that's good. And then some other little tweaks here and there. I think they got a new right of war also. The Swift Blade. Now, two new. Swift Blade and Cross of Bones. Yeah, Cross of Bones I saw in a preview. Okay. No. I think, yeah, don't know if get, we talked about you, it in the podcast. It was a, a while back. I don't know, but it seems like the more H, HQ choices you take, the more elite choices you get. You basically unlock more of them. Yeah. Um, something like that. And the other one is a... Uh, oh, that's more of a, a bike list, I guess, because you can take Hussar squadrons as compulsory tro- troops. Outrider squads, non-compulsory troops. Okay. So bike, a bike uh, right of war, I guess. Yeah. So what are the Hussar squads? Should we jump to them straight away? Okay, yeah. I guess we're done. We're done with the uh, uh, with the Night Lords. Let's go for the Hussars. So they're a bike squad, uh, five to ten models, and they have chain swords, grenades, and bolt pistols. So they're like a close combat 
bike squad, I guess. I think uh, regular bikes also have like pistols and chainsaws, so they have Oh, more so they bikes. have an extra... Okay, maybe. Uh, so it's a standard bike with a twin-linked bolter, uh, but it regular, can take... I just want to say that regular bike outrider squad started at 3, though. So this, this one starts at 5. So oh, they're a bit okay. okay. Uh, they can take some sort of special snub rotor cannon. Yep. Which, I guess, shoots a crap ton of uh, guns, uh, bullets <laughs> at a short range. Um, yeah, they're salvo good. 4, 5, I think. Strength 3. Oh, okay. So is the only difference here that these are ba- are no non compulsory troops choice for everyone? Yeah. Oh, and other bikes are fast attack. Yes. Okay. And, okay. And, yeah, and these ones can't take uh, twin link multi guns or plasma guns. Ah, oh, so they are sort of like the troops choice of a bike squad, and the others are like a bit more elite, I guess. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, and these ones uh, can score objectives. That's yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I thought I, I had an idea that they would be more close combat oriented than the other ones, but you're right, they're not. Hmm. Uh, uh, but then there's also a new type of uh, Legion jet bikes that are also non compulsory troops' choice the uh, Sky Seekers. So they're 3 to 10, so that's usual for jet bikes, I guess, but they only have a 3 plus armor instead of 2 plus, and they have Scout. Other than that, they can yeah they have some sort of thing that they can target other units like a tau marker light or something to give plus one to hit for others. And uh, this jet bike starts with a twin linked bolter, but can be upgraded into a heavy rotor cannon or grenade launcher. So no heavy bolters for them and stuff. Cool. Hmm. Uh, that's yeah, that's cool. Do think, so do you think do you think do you think they'll put out models for them? Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, either an, a completely new jet bike to make it look a bit lighter then. Uh, because the, uh, the Hussars, I guess they don't need to do... Well, I mean, either either new models for this or they just release like a weapon kit. So you can put the uh, snub rotor cannons on the bikes or these, uh, you know, grenade launchers for a jet bike for the ones they already had. I don't know, what do you think? That would be the easier thing for them to do. I don't know, because those... Uh... Jet bikes, they gotta be lighter if they're only 3 plus A, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be weird if they're like, oh, but these are just... I don't know. So in that case, maybe they don't make new bikes, but uh, who knows? Maybe they make new units for both. That would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe they release them in plastic. (gasps) In a box. (gasps) Or something. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Um... But uh, Would you consider any of these for either your uh, Ultramarines or your Ender's Children? I mean, I haven't had the time to think about them so much yet, actually. But uh, the fact that you can take them as troops, but not, I mean, I have, I guess, maybe for the Ultramarines could be cool. Uh, because I already have some jetpacks there as a sort of cavalry type. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think those jetpacks sound really cool. Yeah. Especially if they get some cool models. I mean, I like the idea with... I don't know what the heavy rotor cannon is going to be, but also the grenade launcher is kind of cool. Um, hmm. It's riding but around, I, scouting, holding some objectives. Yeah. yeah. But both <laughs> units will be great for... Um, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, White Scars and uh, Dark Angels as well with their Deathwing right of war. Um there's, I, I'm, I'm happy that it, it feels like, well, they released some tanks that are for all legions, but it's been a long 
time since we saw something like this. Uh, yeah. So it's it's good. It's uh, nice that everyone gets a little a little gift in this book. <laughs> yeah. Now see if they release models. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I mean, none of them seem, you know, like a totally out of place, uh, overpowered unit or anything. They seem to slot in quite well. It seems like, oh well, of course there should be some more lighter bikes of both kinds or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, I like it. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to see uh, they're releasing some general stuff as well. I yeah. only wish that they would release some uh, more Rise of War. That's that was like the, the best thing in Book 6. Oh yeah, when we got all those to choose from. Yeah. Mm, that is true. But they did release a crap ton of Rise of War for the uh, Dark Angels. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about their Rites of War first? Or maybe should we talk about their units? I haven't really looked into any of their... <laughs> Units or Rise of War. I mean, I've seen uh, the, the 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 companions. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a, a really nice uh, command squad option. Yeah. So the Deathwing companions, you can take five to ten models, and they're like super tooled out, of course, and you can probably upgrade them to take all kinds of nasty things. Um, and their thing is sort of that they're experts at protecting, right? So they can take yeah. this shield that's a four plus against shooting or five plus in uh, melee. But it can also, uh, like, if you don't take it for all of them, you could have someone have a shield and he could choose not to attack but shield his friends instead, sort of. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and you could take them as a, a command squad then. Um, and if you have an in- independent character in the squad, um, they that one can't be targeted by, you know, precision shots or pre- precision sh- strikes. And they will always pass their lookout service. So they're the best yeah. bodyguard ever, basically. <laughs> You could could give them Terminator armor also. Um, oh, nice. And I think, well, I, I know I saw some pictures of them, and you know the, there was this thing like, oh, for every place they're hit, they replace the armor with a white piece of armor, right? Did you hear yeah. that fluff? Yeah. Uh, and I like how it ties into Dark Angels in 40k, where the, you know, the Deathwing are in white armor, or this, yeah. I don't know, ivory armor, maybe you should say. Uh, but paint-wise, I mean, it could look a bit a bit weird. I think it's like just random. I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think the the way they painted as well was pretty like the heavy metal style. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. cool. If the the white was more worn. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because that that color is like the the, the ideal weathering color. Mm. Get get some fucking sponge chipping on that. Yeah. Uh, or, and some oils and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but also, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could just paint them completely white because it's like, well, I mean, they, would, <laughs> they would probably take a beating, right? I mean, how how long would it take until they? Or is it just like a shot that would have killed someone otherwise? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you can make these look uh, really good. Um, then they have a new uh, jump uh, infantry unit called the Firewing Enigmatus Cabal. That's a three-man jump infantry unit. That's kind of cool. Two wounds each. Yeah, that's true. Weapon skill five, three attacks. So they they hate characters. So they they just run around uh, with needle pistols apparently, uh, yeah. and they just hunt characters. Yeah, yeah. This is a really cool unit. Very yeah. original. I like mm-hmm. it. Really cool. It's just three of them. Uh, it would be this time. Ah, oh, should I? Should I care about this? I have to do something about them because they're going to be a pain in the ass. 
Uh, but I mean, they might be quite easy to shoot out uh, to kill, but before they reach your, but then you have to target them. So I don't know. Um, their jump pack gives them a five plus cover save, and you can't Overwatch if they're charging you. Apparently, yeah, if they use it in the the assault phase. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him. I mm-hmm. think it's very cool that they they make these very original units that have their own uses instead of just making. Like a two wound Terminator squad, mm. and then everyone would just be like, "Well, are they as good as Justerian or Fire Drakes or oh. the yeah Salamanders?" Or <laughs> this is really cool. Exactly. I mean, I guess did did their term? I mean, they are going to get the Terminators also. The uh, are they called the inter- Inner Circle Knights or the Interemptors? I can't remember. The Interemptors are the the plasma guys, aren't they? Ah, oh, that's true. So the Inner Circle Knights aren't there. They are the Terminator armor. I don't know if they have two wounds or not. I can't remember. <laughs> they just uh, the sword, the oh, companions yeah, in Terminator armor. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, there, there's another new unit for the Iron Wing, the Exino class battle automata. automata uh, yeah, seems automata. totally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so some. Because I was asking, like, oh, well, is this a, a Castellax based or a Domitar? But it seems to be something completely different, right? Because it both it both got two Dreadnought close combat weapons and then two other servo arms. So it's got four arms, apparently. I thought it was a Castellax. Yeah, but I'm maybe. I mean, it could be based on that, but it has to be have a quite weird uh, upgrade kit in that sense to to remake yeah. it. Um. You have to tell me, uh, who are the Men of Iron? The Men of Iron are the uh, artificial intelligence robots that humanity created during the Dark oh, Age of Technology. Yeah. Oh, the, like the, the one they released for Blackstone Fortress. Isn't there a Men of Iron yes. in there? Okay. Yeah. Okay, because the fluff is that these are tortured remains of the Men of Iron that they have put into a, a suit of Dark Age tech. <laughs> so they were sort of enslaved these. And uh, uh, as they, f- yeah, they fight and stuff, but they have to take some sort of vengeful hate test when they suffer a wound. You roll a d6, and on a one, it goes native, and it will start to attack the closest unit. So it will attack the dark angels as well. Yeah. And then the, the dark angels can attack it as well if they want. Uh, yeah, and then their tech marines have like a, an emergency shutdown button. The kill switch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, okay. that's, <laughs> this is amazing. This is the, the most fun thing. Uh, the, the coolest new mo- uh, unit in the book, definitely. Uh, I just, uh, it's amazing. I love it. I can't wait to see them. <laughs> so if you want, you can, you can do D6 automatic wounds to it and just yeah. hope that it dies before <laughs> it goes berserk. And it's probably not gonna, it's, it's just gonna like get even more pissed <laughs> off and then start killing your own lines. But yeah. I love I love the randomness of it of it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, I I asked Brennan uh, how he feels about having the worst automata now that there's this thing, and then the Thousand Suns robot, yeah, and then there's the Mechanicum robots. Yeah, <laughs> nee. nothing. Uh, you know, why why should the Mechanicum have any good stuff? Uh, except I guess when the, the Dark Mechanicum get their list, then probably oh, they're yeah. gonna get some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the loyal mechanic, no, not not so much. <laughs> uh, there's also rules in the book for Corswain, the the lovely fair prince 
who uh, escorts uh, the lion everywhere. I don't know, is, is he his personal champion? I can't remember his title. I is don't he know. The champion of the game. He, he, well, basically, given his rules, he's going to be this uh, expert duelist, basically. He has um, 2 plus armor, 4 plus invulnerable, that becomes 3 plus in close combat. Uh, plus two strength, AP one, two-handed blade that's mastercrafted and confers instant death while in a challenge. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be cool. crazy at killing. I guess everyone except for uh, Sigismund, who is immune to instant. Death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this, um, this seems like uh, Sigismund and Corswain are probably the only ones who could take on Primarchs. Uh, or what do you think? And stand yeah. some chance, at mean, at least. Don't, don't Primarchs have immune to instant death? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do. But still, I think his, his, uh, the 3 plus invulnerable save could keep him alive for some time. And then uh, he has 4 wounds also. My lord. Yeah. Whew. But, I, I mean, it's cool. He, as long as he costs uh, enough points, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's some other do, special dude, blah, 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 and the, the lion and stuff. So, yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. And the if we lion move... is uh, yeah. it's a cool guy. Don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, did you see the, the artwork for him? Um, no, I don't think so. thought he looked a bit gaunt. Like he had a very thin mm-hmm. face. Mm. So not alike to his, his model, you think? I don't know. Mm. I, I pictured him differently. Mm. More arrogant looking. I think. Mm. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, some um, other general uh, rules for the uh, Dark Angels. I think I saw a lot of people talk about the molecular acid shells. Yeah. Uh, so what were they before? They were poison two plus and AP what three? No, AP D six. So you rolled each time, and it could be anything. Okay. Ah, then I see why people are mad because. Now they're Fleshbane. So isn't Fleshbane 2 plus to hit? To wound? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's a AP4. Yeah. Which I guess, mm, so same as a normal Heavy Bolter. Because, or could you take these for other things? Because the Heavy Bolter could take them. Yeah. Uh, are there other yeah, weapons? Yeah, yeah, no, they're only for Heavy Bolters. Okay. So yeah, basically, they're a little bit better against the Marines. You yeah. want on 2 plus instead of 3 plus, but mm. they're. A lot better against uh, monstrous creatures like Mechanicum Oof. and Demons. Yeah, that's true, because a lot of Mechanicum stuff only has a 4-plus armor save, right? Yeah, except for the, like, Castellax, Domitar, and ah. Thanatar. But, like, okay. Thalax <laughs> and uh, Vorax, I think, mm-hmm. only have 4-plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just... yeah. In that case, maybe I am a bit sad that they lost the D6. Uh, I'm glad. The, the, yeah. it, was, it was just too good. It was okay. way too good. Like, if you roll three or less, which is a 50% chance, mm. then they'll just annihilate an entire squad of Marines in okay, the shooting round. Or like a Thanator or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's roll... If you have, like, 10 of them in a squad, mm. 30 shots mm. against the Marine squad, hitting on threes and wounding on twos and just removing every model. Mm. So I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> a good debuff, and I think I think it's fun because I think there's a lot of people 
that have been waiting for their Dark Angels armies that have already started making heavy support squads or heavy, yeah, heavy support squads with heavy bolters. And I'm not sure how many will run them now. I hope that people still run them because I think it's still a cool weapon. Um, yeah, I hope that people are not like, oh no, it's not as good anymore. Oh, why bother? <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah, I wonder if because uh, they haven't really got any buffs to plasma. They have the the interrupters, and then they have. Mm. They can have those other plasma guns that they've had since Book Six, I think. That's true. Yeah, I think they can special. take them on bikes now. Ooh, so. maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because it seems like Blood uh, Dark Angels have always had plasma as their thing mm. since mm. like second edition. Yeah. But it, I don't know if they really have any buffs except for having those two unique weapons. I can't answer. Just like that. I don't. Nothing that I don't know of. Um, I'd love to see some. Dark Angel uh, plasma cannon squads. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like, why would you take those if you can take the heavy sport jetpack squad with plasma cannons? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because you're a good fluff player and you want to seize a cool unit. That's <laughs> why. Um, but um, uh, then we, if we talk about the um, like how you specialize your Dark Angels and then all the rights of war they get... Um, it's basically like, as we've known before, they have all those different wings, right? Yeah. Uh, they have the, the... Let's see. So what do we have? We have the Death Wing. That's basically the, the first company, the, the elite Terminators and stuff. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Dread Wing, who are experts in Phosphex and all kinds of planetary destroyer weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. You have the Raven Wing, which are like bike units, like faster, faster units, I guess. Rely yeah. on speed. Uh, then you have the Fire Wing, yeah, uh, that's a new and, one. Yeah, and they are, as far as I see, they are like a sort of seeker and anti-character sort of specialized. Yeah. Uh, they have hatred characters. Yeah, yeah. So I think this means that like they will hate any unit that has a character in it. Ooh. Which is really powerful. That, yeah, that it definitely is. And um, every, every Marine squad has a character. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, it will be good against... All the Marines, but not as good as Mechanicum, because they don't have characters. In oh, okay. oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, unless they specify that it's only against the character. But I guess if you shoot at a unit with a character, do you still get hate- hatred then? It, it won't only well, be in a challenge or something? No, it doesn't do anything in with shooting. It's just hitting close combat. But I think uh, oh, like okay. preferred enemy, I think they clarified that with the Raven Guard, that mm-hmm. they, they have preferred enemy characters and then mm-hmm. they said that it counts towards units that have characters hmm. so this must be the same hmm. okay yeah yeah i guess so um they also have the iron wing which is like the tank based yeah uh, did it did it change that anything because i remember people were always complaining that it's really hard to build an iron wing army because you have to have as many units of tanks as non-tanks uh, we'll see. We'll we'll take the rights uh, in a minute. Uh, the last wing is the storm wing, which is like an infantry mass of just uh, foot sloggers sort of themed. Uh, the, which is cool. The the right of war for the new initiates, whoever yeah. makes it will be part of the legion. Yeah, sort of. That's actually one of the coolest uh, wings I've seen so far. Um, so they have this thing called the hexagram, and if I understand it, you can take your 
characters, independent characters, and you basically make them join one of these wings, and they get some uh, they get some special rules basically, and they usually confer them to the units they join. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if you could upgrade your your sergeants or if it's only independent characters and they join units. I don't know. I think you could upgrade units and and they get some special rules like a stormwing unit uh, will snapshot on ballistic field two or something. Uh, so some little things that make them okay. They're obviously specialized into their wing, but then you also have the rights of war for each of the wings. Um, where I thought it, this was so uh, like confusing because okay, where is the iron wing right of war? Oh, it's called the steel fist right of war. <laughs> Couldn't it be called the iron wing right of war? There's probably a reason for this, huh. but. If you take that the right of war for the Iron Wing, then Iron Wing units, basically like the upgraded units, they will have even more special things, or you have to take them more or less. There's things mm. like that. So let's see the the let's take the Iron Wing one, the Steel Fist. Predator squadrons are compulsory troop choices. So oh really? Well, that's how does new. that how does that compare to the one that you used to run the generic breakthrough? Yeah, you could you can take predators. As troop choices, no, there. No, they they are compulsory troops as well. Okay, okay, so it's the same there. Uh, uh, read it again, though. What does it say? Predator squadrons are compulsory troop choices. Does it say anything more? Uh, no. Next, we have that uh, any Iron Wing in- independent characters will give transports during a six plus invulnerable save, increasing existing ones by plus one. Uh, okay. Non-Terminator infantry units with Iron Wind can take Proteus or Phobos Mand Raiders as dedicated transports. And I guess, isn't that similar also that you take no. transports? Is that another? That is There's... another right of war. Oh, so it's is a there... mix of no. the two. That's, I think that's the Armored Fist right of war. Oh, that's cool. So it's sort of like a mix. Um... Yeah. And also, I think uh, this one allows you to take Predator Squadrons armed with different weapons. Because the Armored Breakthrough you can only take autocannon predators as troops. Oh, that's, that would also be cool. It doesn't say anything here, I guess. Uh, it says that the Iron Wing units in transports can reroll armor saves for damage done to them. So I guess if, the, if your transport blows up, you can reroll armor saves. Yeah. Uh, because that's the only time you get targeted, right? Unless there's some yeah. psychic thing. I don't know about that. Um, infantry units must start the game in transports. You can only take a single bike et- unit, etc. Um... 50% of the units in the army must be tank type. So that might be the same as before. As you said, there could be quite hard to build a list or something. But shouldn't... I don't know. I mean, if you take a few... If you take two predator squadrons as your, as your troop choices, yeah, and then the you'll thing, have to you, take you, transports for everything else. So you, you would You couldn't do to... that before. You couldn't take <gasps> predators as troops. Oh, then I understand that it, it was hard. Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? Well, that's... That's great. I think it's really cool. Um, uh, the Dreadwing one, basically, uh, your destroyers and interrupters are compulsory troop choices. So, you know, you get extra good at uh, killing stuff. Um, the, um, yeah, oh, I like this one. The Storm of War, that's for the Stormwing. Uh, if you take a tactical or assault squad that are 20 man strong, so full squad, then they can take a Centurion that joins the, the squad permanently, but does not. Uh, he cannot be a console, but he can. Uh, he does not take up a HQ choice. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Because you just have these massive twenty-man squads, and then they are like with a really cool character in there. Um, yeah, that's nice. 
uh, and they can't take dedicated transports. Uh, so I think that's the only... Uh, well, oh yeah, and Praetors and Centurions gain a form of Imperial Guard orders that affect the model units. So they get some, they can get buff the units even more, I guess. I, I like that one the most, I think. Uh, but there's also, let's see, there's a unit, uh, there's a right of war for the Deathwing, so that's more like, oh, you take veteran squads and Terminators, that's like a Pride of the Legion sort of right of war. They get some feel no pain when they're close to objectives and, and stuff. Uh, then you have the Ravenwing right of war. You you can take jet bike sky hunters and outriders as troop choices. So yeah, bike right of war more or less. Um, and then you have the Firewing right of war, uh, where seeker squads and the new uh, three man jump pack squads are uh, troop choices. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and then you start the game by picking three enemy HQs, elites, or Lord of Wars, and you basically get plus one to wound or penetrate these units. So it's like, ah, oh, they've been targeted for death. So yeah, yeah. then I guess mm-hmm. like you also get to pick uh, mark the death with secret squads. Oh, so in addition to that, I, I guess yeah, so. I guess. Yeah, I, th- I would think. So I, uh, I like it because um, I mean, before we always knew about the the Deathwing and the uh, Ravenwing. And we've heard something about the Ironwing and the Dreadwing. But I think both of these new ones, the Stormwing and the Firewing, I, I'm really excited about those two. They took me by surprise, and I, I like them. Yeah. But there's, which is also cool, because there's so many ways to play the Dark Angels now. I mean, that yeah, Legion... they're, they're all very unique. Those are mm. sore. It's like three Legions in one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you can, you can have a really good uh, Armored Breakthrough list. Mm-hmm. kind of thing or a jet bike or many different kinds of infantry like uh, shooty elite infantry close combat elite infantry or just mm-hmm. mass tactical squads yeah it's really yeah. cool yeah I, I, i'm really excited but uh still not excited enough that i will start the dark angels uh army um how, what do you what do you think will there will we see a lot of these in the future at events will they be 50 percent of what we see <laughs> No, no, I don't know, because we're so far into it that people already have. Well, that is, if people want to start additional armies, they might get them. Um, maybe get some new players into Horus Heresy. I don't know if someone's been waiting. Like, I'll get into it when the Dark Angels are released. Maybe a few, uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, how many people do you know that are like, well, finally now I'm building my army. I think everyone who's playing Dark Angels has already built an army. And they're like, oh, nice. Hmm. Now we can use them differently. But mm-hmm. I don't don't know of anyone who's like been waiting to start the Dark Angels. And now no. it's like the, the go signal. Yeah. I know that uh, Leon, <laughs> he's uh, planning on the, making a small Dark Angels uh, army. Yeah. Uh, and that, So that's at least one person I know. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, there's definitely... A lot of cool things in there. Yeah, yeah, we have a cool legion to yeah. see. On yeah, the table. and I'm not mad about it. I don't feel like, oh, oh this new oh, everything is OP <laughs> or you know it doesn't make sense or power creep or blah, blah. I think I think it just seems fun uh, with all the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, it seems uh, a lot less crazy than uh, when a thousand suns got released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so without stepping on anyone's toes. Was this the last legion that was released now with, with rules? Is there any legion left after this? No. I mean, they were released before. 
Yeah, uh, but, but like, this like is, a full yeah, now they have the full thing. Yeah, because you got the the white scars and blood angels got their rules before. So that yeah, it was only the dark angel stuff, which is kind of you know a nice way to do it in a sense because they got so much. So they kind of, I mean, first legion got their rules last, but still, yeah, they yeah, could the they could yeah 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 they could sort of hold on a, a, an entire book of their own, <laughs> I guess. Um. But yeah, yeah. Uh, very. I, I'm I'm excited about new uh, units for everyone, and I'm excited about uh, dark units. Actually, well, just talking about this made me a bit interested in them. So I mean, hmm, maybe make a little firewing centurion Oops. force or something. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool. Just seekers and uh, yeah, those jump guys, hunting characters. Hmm. And yeah, cool. find a body that plays uh, Night Lord so you can play out the Thrones Crusade. Yay! <laughs> uh, there's quite a few Night Lords players. Uh, and there's, I mean, painting wise, uh, apart from them being black, there's, <laughs> other than that, there's so much fun things you can do with checkers and uh, cool heraldry and stuff. Make them real knights. Yeah. I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, anything else you want to add about. This crazy new book. Uh, I'm still sad it didn't release uh, Dark Mechanicum. That's <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, that would have maybe t- taken the book even t- higher. To, yeah, to the next step. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, hey ho. Yeah, I'm I'm more excited by the fact that it's finally out, so they can start working on on, on the next book. Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, Whatever the next book is going to be, that's going to be like a a new mystery thing. Because this is like, mm. oh yeah, we need to bring out the the dark angels, so we need to mm. have the campaign where they were active that doesn't really play part in the heresy. It's like, mm. yeah, all right, well, good to those guys. Mm. <laughs> but I'm really excited about the next book because, yeah, I don't know what else that's going to be. Yeah. Will they do anything before Siege of Terra? That is the question. Might be a cool thing because then they might update a bunch of legions and bring out all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, but I mean, everything would see, seem to indicate that Dark Mechanicum would be in the next book at least, right? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh, see. Maybe they'll bring yeah, out we'll... a totally new faction. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, oh. The, the, this book was the the spinach that I had to eat before uh, dessert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And still, good quality spinach, though, right? Because it's still Fortwell produced. So, <laughs> yeah. But p- perhaps not what we were. Uh, what, I don't know. Not what. Not not what we need. I don't know. Let's skip the, sp- <laughs> the spinach, <laughs> um, and let's move on. Uh, other new stuff besides that. There's a lot of like they're apparently launching a new 40k with new Necrons and uh, lots of Primaris Marines and stuff. Um, yeah, did we did we talk about the release of the new edition, or were we talking about before they released it? I don't know. I think we mentioned it last time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to try it out. It just seems like huh? yeah. I was like, oh, let's uh, let's maybe try it, and then I took my eye away for a couple of weeks, and then it seems like they've released like so much shit in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So many new space marine stuff. Yeah, the, the the space marine line in 40k seems like a 
total clusterfuck. That's just <laughs> so many units. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised because why not just switch out so that everything is uh, primaris marines now? But they still have the old marines. Um, yeah. And while they're basically haven't they they have new options for everything now. There's a speeder out also. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when I, I think... look at some of the Vermeer stuff, it's like some models are actually cool. Some mm. of the new infantry models uh, and the new like hover rhino is pretty cool mm. if you mm. skip some options. But then some models are used so terrible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you would play the new 40k, what would you play with? Would you just use your iron hands? No, I'd use my uh, militia that I got coming. Oh, smart. Very smart. So that's a good segue, because I don't think there's any other new stuff that we want to talk about, is there? No, don't think so. Hmm. So, should we talk about what we've been doing? What's going on with your militia? Last time I, I talked to you, you had ordered and you had received these uh, plastic Vestroyans. Yeah, resin. Uh, yeah, or resin, yeah. But so still, yeah, I received you... two, two squads so far, but then I did another order. Mm. But it's just taking forever. Like they, <laughs> they left Russia mm. a month ago, and then I haven't heard anything. Okay, like oh. I got a tracking code that I keep checking, and it mm. says like more information will be available when they enter the country. Like <laughs> fucking hell! It's been a month since they <laughs> fucking shipped. But do you remember how long it took last time? Well, similar. I mean, I, I ordered <laughs> them before lockdown, and then mm. we were on lockdown for like two months. Mm. Uh, so yeah I didn't really know I don't know I guess maybe some transports are still taking more time than they used to but uh... yeah mm. Mm -hmm. I, I bet also that they, like, they don't have the, the capacity to take care of them once they enter the country so they, I bet they just like fucking pile them pile them high yeah. until they get sorted it would be so frustrating just knowing that they're they might be really close to you but you can't get them yeah Oh. So, did, but did you finish your first twenty-man infantry? I've done ten of them, mm -hmm. and then I'm just—I yeah, haven't had time really to finish the rest. <laughs> and then it just feels pointless because I can't use them even if I finish them. Yeah, because uh, it's not enough. It's not enough <laughs> men to do anything. <laughs> but uh, did you um, uh, choose a paint scheme that you're happy with in the end and everything? Yeah, I know you tried out some things. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the the Russian uniform green with like Russian green nice. brass and yeah, like worn brass and wood and wood wooden guns. Oh, yeah, lovely, 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 lovely. Um, it's, the, so, it's so nice. Uh, like any kind of uh, dystopian universe you have, either fantasy mm. or in the future, mm. uh, just making it Slavic just adds like. A sepia tint to the whole setting, <laughs> to make it even more dire. Yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what what else have you ordered for them? Were you got, talking about making rough riders? Yeah, I got a ton of uh, rough riders coming in. Okay. Uh, so I have now some now actually, but I'm still waiting on the the Vostrian heads to, oh, yeah, to because convert them. Those are the Death Corps of Creek ones. Yeah. Yeah, the best one there is on the market. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I'm gonna make a ton. So I have twenty five in total. Mm. So I'm gonna make squads that I can either use as rough riders in forty k, mm -hmm. or as death riders, the death over the Kree ones. Mm. Uh, and also, I can use them as militia rough riders or outriders, oh, yeah. whatever you call. Yeah. So they'll be they'll be armed with some plasma guns, just running around shooting plasma. Oh, okay, cool. So like yeah. a har harassing. Continuing your Kislev strategy <laughs> of war. Yeah. It's light cavalry running around pissing people off. Yep, yep. It's what yeah. they do best. Uh, yeah, for my doors, I got a new catapult uh, oh. in the mail. Gotta okay. paint that up. And then uh, I showed you earlier, I painted, uh, I ordered uh, a new character as well. Mm. A really old school dwarf. Yeah, a decade older than me. <laughs> Made of some sort of metal that's uh, probably ha we've run out of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't yep. produce anymore. <laughs> uh, he looked cool. And you're going to use him as a thane or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I, but, I have so many yeah. dwarf character models, but I can't stop. There's so many of them. They look so cool. Yeah. I think last we, we talked, I don't know, had, had you finished your Slayers then? I think that was your last thing to paint for the main army. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've been using them in, in some battles. I love them. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, good. Good, good, good. Uh, which we will talk about later in the show. <laughs> so what about you? You had a massive shipment of militia come in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, first, I was in, in the middle of a, a fantasy flow, of course. And I finished my uh, six ogres for my mercenary army. Uh, and I was working on making some ballistas. Um, as well, which are in the Armist Project book for 8th edition. Uh, they can basically take a big bolt thrower or a battery of three smaller scorpions, which are like bolt throwers but lower strength. And uh, I don't think they, they don't cause D3 wounds or something. But still probably really good at attacking heavy infantry or something. Um, so I, I, I have made the models for them, and then I also made a model of uh, like, I ordered some uh, some halflings uh, which I converted into, uh, yeah, just uh, skirmisher bowmen, ten of them or twelve of them, I think. Uh, I ordered them from Black Scorpion Miniatures. They are uh, a, uh, they make fantasy football models. Whatever that's supposed to be used for. <laughs> um, <laughs> and their halflings are just excellent because they 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 totally fit the aesthetics of my army. So I, I, I uh, assembled them as well, and they they are basically ready to be primed and painted. But then this shit suddenly happened. Like this <laughs> massive uh, three grocery bags of uh, resin. Yeah. Uh, and not the good part, the, not the good kind of resin, the, the kind of resin that gives you cancer. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe normal resin gives you cancer, but this gives you like space cancer or hyper cancer or something like that. Um, but no, but um, uh, I, the quality is very good uh, of things. It's just that when you. Um, when you cut stuff, you it smells uh, not very healthy, <laughs> like gasoline. Yeah, sort of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's for my Death Corpse of Krieg militia army. Um, and so far, I started building. Uh, the first thing I built was the Macarius heavy tank. Just oh, it's glorious. It's yeah, I always loved. Watching the model, and now I have it, and I still think it's the best tank they ever made. 
Mm. You sneeze. Yes. Oh, it's lovely. Um, so, yeah, I got that assembled pr- pretty quickly. Uh, after that, I uh, started assembling the Crassus armored, mm-hmm. uh, armored transport. Uh, Turtle. Is, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, I have it here, and it's very, it, it's more boxy than I thought, because the, the, the ass, the <laughs> rear of the model is just like completely flat. It's got a flat ass. It's a bit sad. Um, I won't. Uh, it's okay. It's okay, Crassus. Uh, but I still like. I like the front. How the. Uh, how the yeah. <laughs> With the, the, the cool. like it's sticking uh, up. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's like a, like an old turtle stretching its neck. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't uh, completely glue it together because I wanted to uh, paint the inside, the interior. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it's uh, basically at the point where I could easily just pop it apart, uh, paint the inside, and then glue it back together, and then spray everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going for because it's got two uh, two spawns on weapons, and then two like at the front of the driving compartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going heavy flamers for all of them. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> just God. Uh, because it's got a special rule that it can. Um, I think it can like flat out an extra six, six inches or something, so it can really power on through the. The idea is just to go really quick straight into the, to the face of the enemy, and then stand there and just flame them and uh, disembark the thirty-five grenadiers that are inside. I can't wait for someone to assault it, surround it completely, and destroy oh. it, and then everyone inside dies. <laughs> oh, that what a shitty. Oh. <laughs> That rule shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> it's just boring when people play it like that. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. My my dreams time. I, I I just I guess. I mean, I guess they will just shoot it and blow it up before it reaches them or something. And then I guess when a super heavy blows up, that's not good for the guys inside. Is it? <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I'm also a bit concerned about the Grenadiers because, I mean, they're Ballistic Skill 4, but they still only have, like, less, less weapons. Just Strength 3 weapons. Well, what, are they ever, ever going to do anything? At the, yeah, they can take enemies? two special weapon guys, right? That's true. That's true. So uh, I should give them some cool some weapons. Plasmas or Meltas. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we end up with. Uh, but I don't know. I don't mind them. They're not really the main fo- uh, focus of the army anyway. They're just, like, that's where my troops go. And uh, I could use them hiding, uh, you know, driving them around, taking objectives or something, or trying to keep them alive. Uh, because the next tank I'm building is a Malkador tank, something you're very familiar with building. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say, the other ones I'm so happy about when they have the tracks molded on already. That's like the best invention ever. Yeah. But then the Malkadors, they only had half their tracks molded yeah. on. Which is like yeah, a, it's a bit f- of a weird thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I hate putting on separate tracks because they never <laughs> fit completely. Yeah, Ugh, in my experience, but I got them on. They look now; they look decent. So at least uh, uh, the the tracks that lap around are molded on. I think. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like uh, it's the the long pieces that are. Mm. And there. I guess it, this makes you you can get some extra detail because you can now see clearly the. Like yeah. the little wheels in there and stuff, but I don't mind the oh, the molded on ones look really good. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, working on the Malkador. After that, I have uh, three Lehman Russes to do, and I have two Salamander Scout tanks to convert awesome. uh, from from Hydras, you know the yeah the Camaro anti air thing, and two Centur. Yeah, wait, no Centaur tanks as well. Uh, so <laughs> much fun tanks to do. So, so it's going pretty quick uh, assembling, I, I would say. Uh, so so what, I think what scheme did you sell on? It's going to be gray. It's going to be fascist gray. No, but it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be a German uh, German uh, SS sort of uh, uh, inspiration for this army. But uh, so the, I think the tanks are going to be um, start with a quite dark gray and have some cool highlights. I don't know. Was, I'm going to experiment with a not really like it's sort of a camouflage, but it's not. It's more like a freehand little. little camouflage thing not like with the masking tape or anything like that um so we'll see we'll see and then there's going to be a lot of oils and stuff so i'm starting to order all the paints that i think i'm going to need um and then i'm thinking the infantry are probably going to be also sort of gray uh but i might distinguish because i'm going to have some um, scouts in the centaurs with shotguns so that they're sort of like the recon guys and they could have a bit different color i would think yeah. uh because they're they're the death corpse engineers models and then i'm thinking yeah. that all the tank crew that's sticking up could also have another because if they're gray and the tanks are gray that's sort of boring but maybe i should do a more yeah, you could, they, they have a lot of uh, armor panels you could do the armor in the same uh color as the tanks and then do the uniforms in different colors yeah yeah something like that i'm thinking because uh, the definitely. the engineers also have armor panels, and then you could just do the sure. the clothes camouflage color, and then you could have just a mm-hmm. plain color for the engineers or the mm-hmm. the grenadiers, mm-hmm. and then another color for the the tankers. Yeah, if the if the grenadiers are gray, maybe the tankers should be cocky or yeah, yeah. brown. Maybe brown would be cool, something like yeah. that. But uh, so they pop out a bit more from the tanks also. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be a lot of heavy stubbers. Because it's the best weapon. It's the coolest looking weapon. Maybe not the best, but... <laughs> oh, and um, well, I can't remember exactly how I, uh, what I decided on. Because, but I did an, an army list because I wanted to, you know, uh, make an, have an idea of a, a ready, you know, two and a half thousand points army at the end of this project. So yeah. I have something, you know, a, a working army to look forward to. Uh, and when I counted up all the infantry and the, the tanks, I was dis- still short about 300 points or something. Um, which I not completely de- decided. I could either add, I guess, two more Liman Rust tanks. Um, but a crazy idea that I got when I looked through the militia list was, what about taking six Sentinels with Multimelters? Oh, oh, yeah, w- an extra extra attacks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. They have scouts also in outflank with the Multimelters. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Or just move them up an extra six, and they would already be in a pretty good range the first yeah. turn. But they're only they're only armor ten, so even bolters yeah. can shoot them to death. So maybe I should outflank with them. I don't know, but I just love that. Even though like having six of them, all with I guess two hull points and all are you know armored. Uh, I like I I always love the idea of the sentinels. I don't know. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, and I, I think it was done work with the, the theme of the army. They would catch up with this mechanized tank yeah. army. Huh? Huh? 
So we'll see. We'll see if I end up doing that or not. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, this is uh, something that actually got me now hyped again about playing heresy games in the future. Like trying out this, like well, finishing this army and, and playing with it. Um, which is good, because I've been all in fantasy for a long time. But now I don't really feel like painting fantasy at the moment. So, uh, uh, you see, that's a good sign for Horus Heresy. Oh, but there's so much, so much left to build. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about uh, doing Rusty Maestroians if they ever fucking show up. <laughs> yes. And then sometime in the far future, we'll have to have a game together yeah. against, with these two armies. Um, but I have to start thinking about a way to transport this army, because that's going to be yeah, an that's, important uh, part. That's like, uh, for every army project you have, you have a transportation project. Yeah, and I've not really been good at that in the, <laughs> in the past. The ultra means... I got really, you know, I, I went all in and bought this uh, A-case metal uh, with, with magnets and stuff and metal trays, which I'm really happy about, except that I can't fit the entire army in the case. <laughs> so still a bit of a fail. But I haven't had an army of, with this many tanks before. Uh, and I don't know, what do you think? Is, uh, I don't think magnets is the way to go, but some sort of uh, custom foam yeah. thing? That's what I have. Oh. And it's like an Can- entire suitcase. Yeah, can you stack things? Can you move it upside down? How? Oh, yeah, I've seen some of them where you can, where you have like, uh, you know, like I say, like a lot. Um, we have like just as you have with your uh, luggage, you know, that you pull up this little thing. Yeah, you, you, what I have. You, you have one of those. Yeah, maybe you should send me a link for the company. Or did did you also? Was it easy to customize how many tanks you can fit? Do you have specific places for each tank? Yeah, I mean, they had all the cutouts for 30k ready. So, oh, d- so even uh, Macarius tanks, do you think, in Malkadors and stuff? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was really easy. It was pretty expensive, though. Like, yeah. I don't know, 200 pounds. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, expect something like that. But then again, I haven't spent that much money on the rest. And if you spend a lot of time painting them really good and you want to keep the quality up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did bite the bullet, but I got it. And I'm actually re- really happy because it's a, such a good space just to keep them as well. Just that is have true. Them, have them back in there. And I've, I've traveled with them as well several times. Yeah. And, and it works fine. Yeah. I mean, that's something to... Yeah, so I'll, I'll ask you for the link later. Oh, you could... What was the company? Do you know? Do you uh, Battle Foam. Battle Foam, okay. Are they in England or American? No, I think they're American, but they, okay. they, they have UK retailers. Okay, nice. I will definitely look into it. Um, the question has been raised by my wife also. This... Whoa, <laughs> so many tanks in this new army. Where will you put, <laughs> put it? <laughs> because it's good. Because... Uh, my fantasy army I keep at work which is very convenient because we do all the games <laughs> there uh, and also it's good because uh, it, I, it doesn't show how much stuff I actually have <laughs> <laughs> out of sight, out of mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now it's not out of mind for me anymore because I'm back at work no longer on parental leave uh, so I can just sit there at work and then when I feel like it I just stretch my legs and I walk up and look at my glorious fantasy army mm-hmm. 
I hope uh, you started on your Birdman then. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> I've actually done some terrain. I should mention that as well. Uh, I'm uh, building a another. I had this uh, citadel, citadel, citadel woods lying around for a long time. You know the old plastic one. Yeah. Uh, where with t- three trees that you can take away and stuff. Uh, very nice. Uh, and I decided to make it. I didn't like the plastic leaves that come with it. So um, I took this uh, steel wool, you know, that you can use to clean pots and stuff. Yeah. But I bought one that doesn't have any detergent on it. And it's very easy to shape. So I shaped it into roughly fluffy branch-like thing to put on top. And then I just, um, uh, with PVA glue, glued on a bunch of, uh, yeah, flock. Or not flock, but yeah, this, you know, model modeling... uh, Foliage, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, but the, the the classic train modeling, exactly, exactly. And they're starting thing. to look really good. I haven't finished them though. Uh, I just because I need to, I I think spray some thinned PVA glue and add some more on top so that they both get a bit sturdier and that uh, they f- yeah that they are completely covered or something. But I'm they're looking good. And then I last uh, week I also started making some small uh, wooden. Yeah, well, some wooden fences and uh, stone walls, because uh, that's a good fantasy terrain thing to fight with, I think, right? It adds some defensive positions and stuff. Yeah, it looks great as well. Yeah, it's nice to have around uh, if you have any houses and farms and stuff that it makes sense that they would have some walls yeah. around. I'm actually building some more houses myself, mm. uh, but I ran out of coffee stirrers that I use for <laughs> for playing, so I need to get some more. Yeah, I also think can could you buy, you know, a thousand or something if you pretend you're a company or where do you get them? Yeah, yeah you can get them. I, I actually found some. I just need to order them. Yeah. Uh, or do you just take weirdly uh, you lot, can't anymore. That's the you... problem. Like I, I I was about to, but then like you can't because of Corona. So you're oh, like, not allowed them. to take them yourself. So you have to ask for them. <laughs> Uh, could, uh, could I have? Can I have a hundred, please? <laughs> You'll just have to drink so much coffee now instead. <laughs> I need them, but please don't put the stir in. I need it dry. Yeah. Just uh, uh, so, push so, it and ask for like three at a time. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's so nice to make fantasy train. It's uh, yeah, lovely. Looks good with the simplest of uh, materials. Um, yeah. So we'll have to talk more about that on another episode or something. Uh, but what do you say? Is it time for a small musical break? And then we'll talk about the games we've had. For sure. Let's yeah. have a break. Yeah.
And we're back. Yes. And um, since last time we recorded, I've played two fantasy games, and you've played shitload of games. <laughs> I played shitloads of fantasy and some 30k, actually. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, at least five fantasy games. Or six, maybe. <laughs> and three that- 30k games. We obviously can't go into that much detail, I guess, or you won't remember either. We'll have to give no. some, uh, some, uh, yeah, highlights from our games. So um, I've I've uh, I've been playing with this uh, this group that's been pretty regular now. Uh, mm-hmm. I met them because they were playing Warhammer Warbands, which is like oh. a pretty small scale battles, like two hundred fifty points up to four hundred points, I think. But then in in Age of Sigmar or. No, in oh. fantasy, sixth edition oh, okay. fantasy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was an expansion for for sixth edition. Mm-hmm. So the, oh, the yeah, unit size. Oh, Warcry. Is, sorry. The 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 minimum unit size is smaller as well. Oh, nice. So usually it's ten, but now like infantry is three, and oh, the cavalry is two. So you can have like tiny units just running around. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, but uh, I met them, and then they've been playing pretty regularly at this place in London. Uh, called Bad Moon Cafe. Oh, so it's... not the Dark Sphere anymore. No. Oh. So Dark Sphere is uh, they have a lot of space and it's mm. pretty cheap, mm. but the service is not super great and they don't serve alcohol. And Bad Moon has a great staff mm. and they serve beer. Ooh. It's a little bit more pricey though and further away, but it's a really nice venue and it's uh, above ground, so you have windows. <laughs> pretty nice. Yay! <laughs> Oh, but then the outdoor people get to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. So it's like a pub, but with the gaming tables. Yeah. Sounds like a great uh, combination. Yeah, so they have a bunch of gaming tables. There's a lot of people there playing all the time. What kinds of yeah. games? Uh, like uh, 40k, Age of Shitmar, and <laughs> some Ninth Age players that always turn up with Unpainted Armies. Yeah. Uh, Season of Flames War players as well. Hmm? And uh, us playing warbands uh, mm-hmm. down in the corner. And Very nice. So yeah, it's, it's a really nice group that I play mm-hmm. with. They're really really into fantasy. They have really nice looking armies. So it's always great to meet them and play. Mm. So yeah, we've been playing warbands for a while and then stopped because of Corona and then started up now again. It's really okay. nice because it seems like uh, people seem more keen to play now that they that they can, they're allowed. <laughs> yep. So even like before, when they could, then people were like, uh, I don't know. But now, like, feels like we have to catch up with lost time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I played one battle with my Kislev mm-hmm. um, against some Vampire Cans, a Warband game. And that was mm-hmm. like the last Warband game we played. And then I went away to Poland for mm-hmm. some holiday. Uh, and then when I got back, they were saying that they wanted to expand. So some of them had like painted up enough stuff to play 2,000 points. Ooh. So I played two 2,000 point games against the, this Orcs and Goblin player. Yeah. Uh, he's got a really awesome army. I love his Orcs. Yeah, he's the one with the white cloaked uh, gobos. Yeah. yeah so he, has, <laughs> he has like an entire army of only old hammer stuff. Like third edition, it's insane. Yeah, uh, but he started painting them up recently. 
and they look so good. I love them. Is it uh, only so... Gobos or is it? No. So he has like <laughs> he has like a a massive collection that he's painting up. So he, he's painting up like different contingents. He has like a an old night goblin contingent, mm-hmm. and then he has like a savage orc contingent that also has like a lot of white war paints. Oh, uh, looked really cool. And then he has regular orcs and like a wolf rider detachment as well. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, it's I love it. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, uh, so we yeah we played a two thousand point game. Uh, I tried out my slayers and my anvil of doom for the first time. Yeah. And I fucking love both of them. I know oh. like they always seem like the the bad choices for dwarves. People always mm-hmm. seem to give a lot of shit for slayers. Like they're really cool, but they don't really do anything. And anvil of doom is just too expensive for what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I love both of them. Like the slayers will just stand there and soak up damage for like the entire game. <laughs> uh, because in sixth edition, like you only attack with the front rank, and oh, that's true. most units only have one attack, yeah. so it's just gonna take forever to kill them. But I, yeah, I get get it in eighth edition where like you have so many more attacks, you know, mm-hmm. like horde formations and shit, and <laughs> they'll just die in a round. <laughs> and the animal of doom is great because uh, mm-hmm. it just does like you have a lot of you have four spells. Three of which are like offensive damage doing spell, mm. and one is to like have the movement of an enemy unit. And Spells for dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's really good because dwarves kind of lack something to deal with small skirmish units. Mm-hmm. Like you have a bunch of big war machines and big shooting units, but it's easy to to avoid them. You just get out of line of sight from them, and then the dwarves can't move or fire. So you can just sneak past them. Yeah. Well, this thing can just deal a lot of like small amounts of damage to small units, which mm. is enough to kill them. Oh, okay. So, nice. so I really love it. Uh, so yeah, the first game I lost, uh, and I've been posting some battle reports on the sixth edition fantasy page. Yeah. Uh, so the first battle I lost, and then we were having a rematch, and then I realized that I forgot all my war machines and my Anvil Doom at home. Because I keep it in a different case. Uh, so then I just made up a new infantry army on the spot. And then we decided that we would play like a, a capture territory. We had to hold the center of the table. Mm. Okay. I also made up the story that like my guys were reclaiming the anvil that I lost in the last battle. Oh, yeah. And it was such a close battle. And there were so many times where like, yeah, just pass this one dice roll and I would win the game. <laughs> it just went on for like too many rounds. And then I lost. Oh. Uh, but the rune lord didn't die, so he's uh, he has a chance like, to to get it back. Yeah, like he secured the the vital piece of the anvil and then okay. just disappeared from the orcs. Like, where did he go? Um, and then, uh, and then the rest of the warband guys uh, were are kind of catching up, and then we decided that we should have like a thousand point tournament, mini tournament game day at this oh. place. Okay. We would, we would just like book double slots on a Saturday and play three games of thousand points. Oh. Uh, so they were keen to try out some thousand point games. So, and uh, this week I faced the orc player again. He's just <laughs> becoming my regular opponent now. Yeah. And uh, my list was uh, fifty nine breakers, fifteen warriors, two catapults, ten crossbowmen, and two thanes. 
And he had like two Night Goblin units, the Ruglug's Armored Orcs, which are the crossbow armed orcs. Oh, uh, cool. He had two bolt throwers, uh, a fighter unit, and two chariots. One mm-hmm. was with the general, and that chariot also had three wolves, which is fucking awesome. Cause it, isn't it Grom, Grom the Paunch? Wasn't it that yes, model? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the model. <laughs> so in 6th edition, you can have three wolves for your chariot, but I've oh. never seen anyone do it because like, the model only had two. But he actually has three wolves, which is awesome. Do you get, I guess you get an extra attack from a wolf then, or is that the only... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, and since our previous games, he learned that my catapults can do a lot of damage. So he just mm. targeted them really fast uh, in the first game. And when they... And he got some pretty lucky rolls for the spells. And once they were dead, I couldn't really do anything to hurt him, because like, I would advance to charge him. But then he could just back away and just shoot me with Ruglug's orcs or his spear chuckers. Oh. oh, shit. Uh, so I lost the first game. And then in the second game, I deployed around a forest so that he couldn't use his fanatics. Yeah. Because if the fanatics hit terrain, they'll die. Oh, yeah. I think I saw a picture of it running into terrain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, was, I focused his uh, general's chariot with my catapults. The first one hit. And then I didn't wound it. I rolled a fucking one. Uh, because if you wound it, then like, the chariot immediately explodes because it's oh. strength seven or more. Oh, okay. But then luckily I hit it with my second catapult as well. I rolled a hit and I wounded it. So it exploded. <laughs> um, and then he managed to kill my catapults. But that was it. And then I just like held on with the rest of my army and just ran around the forest. So it's Fanatics couldn't kill me, and my crossbowmen outshot Ruglug's orc. Uh, oh, okay. I had a, an awesome round of shooting where I basically killed the entire unit. I think I killed like six orcs in one round of shooting with ten crossbowmen. <laughs> and, and then I just won. So marginally. They, at a thousand points, you need to win by 150 victory points, and yeah. I got 151. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Do the orcs uh, only hit on like? Uh, do they have ballistic skill two or something? Or no, they have ballistic skill three. Okay, so, so they Decent. hit on force, but but I was in a force as well, so it was minus one to hit. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the dwarves are also used ballistic skill three though, so I was mm. hitting on four at close range and five at long range. Oh, it's... and then there's like cover, and then there's uh, you never yeah. hit anything. This four plus to wound, and then he had like a six up save, which he made a lot of in the. <laughs> First rounds as well. Yeah. Really annoying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was great. Uh, Did you get to them, play uh, anyone else during that tournament thing? or? Uh, no, we haven't done that yet. So this oh, is okay. just like a practice game. So oh. actually, now on Wednesday, yeah. we're meeting up, uh, four of us. So I'm playing a high-off player. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's are there, really is there a good spread of armies? Like, what do, do they all play different things, or...? Yeah, uh, so there's me with dwarves and Kisev. Mm. Uh, Lou has uh, orcs and goblins. Mm. And uh, this guy Tim has high elves. And then uh, another guy has vampire counts and siege. Oh, and okay. uh, another guy has warriors of chaos and he plays Nurgle. Okay. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. A l- a good spread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're meeting up on Wednesday. 
mm-hmm. be really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I also played some Heresy at Brennan's place. Oh. We started like a, a campaign. Oh, just the two of you? Or uh, no, so yeah, us and then the Johnny and Jason from Sense of Heresy as well. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so what's the and, what's the theme? What, what are you? What are you? So I'm playing my Sons of Horus, and Brothers is playing his uh, Word Bearers, and Jason is playing uh, Thousand Sons, Loyalist Thousand Sons, and Johnny is playing Bloodlands. Aren't they all Loyalists, though? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's been really fun. We did three rounds so far. So we started like on a space station, Hmm? uh, where first the Loyalists played against an NPC, and then we, as the traders, played against an NPC. Oh. And then we played a match against each other, loyalists okay. versus traitors. And now we like left the space station and fought on the planets. Uh, we played yesterday actually, and I played against uh, Brendan's Iron Hands that I got crushed against. But I kind of launched an ambush. I, like I put all of my stuff in reserve. Yeah. Half of the guys came on, did some damage, but not enough, and then they just got annihilated. Ah, even though you know. The, the strengths and weaknesses of that legion. Well, there are no weaknesses. That's the point. <laughs> That's the, po- That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I also oh. had this fucking knight errant that just buffed itself to like um, strength 8 or strength 7, 8 attacks, initiative 7, hmm. uh, and I just killed all of you. Hitting yeah. on 3s, rerolling 1s, because preferred enemy. And yeah. Get damn. Well, how many, just, how many points do you play? Uh, that was fifteen hundred. Okay. Which is basically all the sense uh, of I have. Yeah, yeah. Still no plan on expanding that force, or? No, not really. No. But like very nice that you a, can like a sm- small raiding force. Yeah. I don't want another main army. Mm. But it's very nice that you can play with them, like in these events. Yeah, yeah it's nice oh. to have a small. Small force for the other side. Yeah. <laughs> but damn, yeah, it's good that you got this uh, regular thing going on also. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been really nice. I've been looking for some regular games, but it's, I don't know, it's hard to to make it fit. Mm. Uh, you gotta you gotta travel a lot to play here. Okay, even to get to the the gold, what was it called? Bad Moon. Yeah. Or what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> the the Goblin then. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, what about you? I seen saw you play some fantasy as well. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, had two games of fantasy. Uh, the first one was a long time ago, so I'll just give you some. Uh, <laughs> we, we uh, like uh, yeah. some some uh, highlights. Ba- barely remembered. Yeah, because uh, I had finished dream segments of what happened. Yeah, I had finished the watchtower that I built our fantasy terrain. Uh, yeah. And then we wanted to play the Watchtower mission, which we hadn't done before, and say, who gets control of the Watchtower? So it ended up being uh, me and Manfred playing for it. And Manfred with his uh, Chaos Dwarfs. And uh, me with... Uh, I think, was that the first time that he brought an only Chaos Dwarf army? I think so. I think because him and me used the same army in both these games I'm talking about now. Uh, so yeah, 1500 points. Uh, and uh, he got his new bull centaurs, uh, and he got the ones from Forge World that are <laughs> fucking huge models. 
<laughs> terrifying looking. Oh. Um, but I, I got my ogres uh, to, uh, you know, to compensate. <laughs> and I think uh, we rolled off and it ended up that he was controlling the, the, the uh, tower to begin with. And he put his fucking, I don't know, was it either, I think it was this magma cannon in the tower. Seems like a very dangerous thing to do. <laughs> so that freaky, ugh, really scary thing was standing in there, um, just lobbing flames at me. But didn't he? Yeah, it didn't do that much actually. Then let's see. He also had like a, the, a rocket launcher and some um, warriors, a lord on a lava Sioux flying around oh, doing magic. Love the, love the lava Sioux. Yeah, it's it's cool that that is a wizard as, as well. So both yeah. the the rider and the beast <laughs> are riding around doing spells. Just uh, luring you in to, with its charm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a disgusting face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he also had these um, uh, what are they called? The enslaved uh, like w- warriors that Forge will also make infernal guard. Which are really nasty because they basically have like a three plus armor save with their um, with their shields. So very tough, tough units. And I think I had like two units of pikemen, uh, Braganza's besiegers, regiment of renown, mm. crossbowmen with uh, super good armor, uh, the mercenary ogres with great weapons, some um, heavy cav, and a halfling hotpot and some. Uh, Duelists, basically some skirmishers with, uh, yeah, you know, with uh, pistols. How does the uh, halfling hotpot work in eighth? Is it also no armor saves? Uh, yes. No, I think yeah. It also no. It ignores armor saves, but it's only mm-hmm. strength two. Yeah, uh, that's um, cool against the heavily armored chaos horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in can't this... protect against soup. No, exactly. But in this game, the first thing it did was. Flipped and stoop over and, and killed themselves, so it didn't do anything. <laughs> just ah, miss out. Yeah, they, miss, they, they, just, they just ate. They just ate the soup. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more likely that. Oh man, this batch you made it just smells too delicious. We can't shoot it at them. Let's just sit here instead. Um, so in short, I quickly went up with my ogres and killed the freaking flame cannon in the in the tower. Uh, or the magma cannon, and I took the tower for myself. And he advanced, and his infernal guard tried to assault it time after time, and they they were hard to kill. So they they did some damage on my ogres, but they couldn't take the tower from me. Um, on one of the flanks, the bull centaurs just rode forward, and uh, they look really scary, but they're not as bad. I mean, they're still sort of like a cavalry. I mean, they're a monstrous beast unit, but. You have to sort of use them as cavalry. They can't just charge headlong, really. Uh, even though, well, they can. And they, but it, they're not as good doing that, I guess. I mean, yeah, they're they, still better at flanking well, and stuff. They're like three attacks, strength four, I think. Yeah, but they're very hard to, to kill because they're toughness five or something. Did he, did he uh, give them uh, great weapons? No, he didn't actually. They gave them shields instead. Mm. So maybe great weapons would be a better... Give them great weapons and also a banner of uh, movement. Oh, make them even faster. It's the, 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 the auto-include 8 edition combo. Ah, well, we're not <laughs> playing to be the most efficient. We're playing because it's fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I was, I, was trying, I was harassing them with my uh, duelists. Uh, he, oh, he, has a, he had some enslaved orcs. That's kind of cool. Oh, nice. So now I started bringing some enslaved orcs. 
Uh, but the the bull centaurs they charged some pikemen and they actually broke them anyway after after some time. So and then I think they went into the Bogans' procedures after that and killed them as well. <laughs> so they were okay. They did they did pretty good good in this game. Um, but I was still controlling the tower and we had a big slogfest with all kinds of warriors and my uh, I had my paymaster's bodyguard as well with me and uh, yeah a lot of battle happening outside of the watchtower and inside of the watchtower okay, I was doing... imagine imagine trying to like attack up a stairway against a, a massive ogre with a yeah. two hand weapon yeah and you come in and they're like you're just a little chaos dwarf running in there uh, whoops <laughs> they would just stomp you out of there um, and we were getting close to the end of the game and I was still in control of it and uh, then uh, our good friend uh, Danny had showed up he's the guy who plays uh, Dark Elves, and he just, you know, he came by to look at the game a bit, uh, and he was like, oh, you have a, a flame wizard, shouldn't fire be very good against buildings? And we were like, oh, yeah, and we checked it up, and yeah, oh, yeah, flammable, you, you re-roll to wound and stuff, so he was, oh, just send a, a little casual fireball into the <laughs> ogres in the building, and he just killed them all. Oh, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Danny, so much. <laughs> thank you for this advice. Uh, <laughs> So, but in the game, I think we actually ended it as uh, as a draw, which is we were a bit frustrated because it's like, oh well, finally a mission which can't end in a draw, right? Someone will control the watchtower, but we were just equally close to it at the end of the game. So, <laughs> no one, it's it's burned down, I guess, and no one wants to have it now. <laughs> oh. um, and then uh, a few weeks later, we had another game, uh, all three of us actually playing the, I think it's called Battle Royale mission. That's in the in the extended rules book, sort of, you get some uh, extra missions that are not like the standard ones, but with a bit more fun narrative missions, sort of, um, which I think it can be three to five players. So it's not the Triumph and Treasury that they released later. That's I think that's even more. Um, that's really good. Good rules. Yeah, I guess the, yeah they really made it work for several armies, right? Yeah, uh, but I, I would say that these uh, these were quite basic rules, but still worked pretty well, because um, uh, so we had the same armies, and then Danny had his dark elves with spearmen, crossbows, corsairs, uh, ten cold one knights, really scary, and a cold one chariot, I think, and a sorceress or something like that, and some ex- executioners. Um, and in this mission, you have three objectives that you control. Well, each player places an objective. So you get one point for that, and you get a point for killing the enemy general, or a general, and one point if your general is alive at the end of the game. Uh, and you roll off, and uh, the lucky one who gets to go first is placed in the middle of the board, <laughs> which is a really scary position. But if, uh, thankfully, Manfred got it, and I think it was a good place for his Chaos Dwarfs. Since they're not that quick, I mean they're defense, very defensible. Yeah. Uh, oh, but he's still, the enemy it, will come to me. Great. Yeah, but well, he got still got attacked from both flanks and got pretty pretty beaten. Um, and uh, the way it worked was that uh, so he got like he did his entire move move phase first, then I did my move phase, and then Danny did his. Then you have this the the magic phase together. You like you roll the total number of dice, and everyone gets the same uh, attack and dispel, basically, um, which is really fun because then you take turns and do like one spell each, or you can pass. So it's really like, okay, well, I will attack you with this spell, but then, okay, oh, how much should I spend on trying to dispel this spell? Because 
and suddenly like I'm out of dispelled ice. Oh, but then this other player can target you. <gasps> oh, um, and we also played with a sort of a wizard's tower that we said would give uh, access to the entire lore uh, if a wizard was in contact with it. Uh, and I was lucky enough to get my Lore of Heavens wizard there, and he got to drop a Comet of Cassandora, uh, which was something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, did not do as much as it could have done, but it still killed a lot of executioners. So it was a fun, I think a very fun part of the game. Um, other than that, we were basically, well, yeah, Manfred was sandwiched in the middle, but clever Dark Elf Danny, he was not really engaging. He left us do most of the fighting, and then when we were, basically when we had spent our <laughs> forces, then he just swooped in and took control of the objectives. Um, well, I also, yep, yep, uh, very, very well played. I thought I really had it, it because my ogres charged his... Um, Bull centaurs uh, and and yeah and won easily, and then I charged his lord on a lamasu. Oh, I, I I overrun into him, I think, uh, and then I killed the the rider, but then the the lamasu got enraged, and it actually did so much damage back that I lost combat and it killed my ogres, <laughs> which was like oh shit, there goes that flank, and on the same flank I had also my heavy cav that was coming around to like really you know. There was an objective there that I was like, I, I have my ogres and my heavy cab. We're going to take this easily. But then the Lama Su just went after them as well. <laughs> just, oh, uh, after, well, that, that's after the, and the Corsairs also attacked them and uh, beat them in combat. So mm. cavalry is not good when they're attacked. They're only good when they can charge with their lances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was fun. I mean, it was very, very even. In the end, I think Danny just won by one victory point or something. Nice. Uh, so, but it was fun. I think definitely something we will try to do more in the future. Uh, maybe with more players if we can get the others excited. <laughs> yeah, but, how many? Uh, how many people do you have playing? I mean, you have it's... a wood of players, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oscar and I'm uh, trying to get him. He. he He's been a bit, uh, maybe lost a bit interest in painting uh, for a while now. So I'm trying to get him excited again. Um, but And then we have uh, Lena, who's working on her Chaos uh, Warriors. But she's more into it for the, for the painting part, I think. And then constantly nagging on Leon to do his uh, High Elves uh, or something. But I think he's, uh. he's just all into heresy. Because not only, okay, he... So this is some gossip for you listeners out there, right? So Leon has his <laughs> thousand sons for us, right? And then he basically now almost finished his uh, drop pod list with his space wolves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he hasn't even played with it yet. But, you know, I guess he'll play himself if you know what I mean. You know, thousand sons, sons of Horus. Mm, mm, sexy as hell. Uh, then he's going to do some white scars uh, because he loves the transfer sheet. Like, what's that about? Uh, and then I guess now he's also doing Dark Angel. So... Oh my, my god, my god. He's an inspiration to us all. Um, and Manfred, I think, also got some horror series things. Oh, he ordered from China as well the, the Bloodthirster. Mm. Enormous Bloodthirster. Oh, yeah, he's, got he his, his, uh, he's got his chaos army. Yeah, he's, he's demon, demons of the Ruinstorm. Mm. Uh, and it seems that uh, me. Manfred and Leon might go together down to Malmö and play at an event there in November. Yeah. Uh, well, 
I was gonna say, uh, Leon seems to have a lot of armies, but has anyone ever seen him play? Oh, that's true. Talk talks the talk, but does he walk the walk? Well, he was with me at, in Malmo last year, two years ago, uh, where he won best painted the bastard. Mm, stole it under my nose, even though I was sitting. Well, he was there as well, but we were sitting in the hotel room painting my Ultramins late. Maybe that's why I didn't have a chance at uh, <laughs> beating him because I hadn't finished painting them. But, but still. <sighs> yeah, well, it seems. Uh, well, at least you have uh, Manfred as your regular opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Danny. Danny is also very excited. Uh, he's painting uh, Dark Elves as crazy, so I'm I'm really happy about it. So we'll see when we nice. get to pay play next time uh, but I have a I mean I have a decent sized army I definitely have the biggest army if you know what I mean so I don't feel that bad not painting any more fantasy at the moment now I can focus on doing this uh, Horus Heresy tank army oh. <laughs> see if I remember how to use an airbrush but first first I have to build everything and not cut off my fingers or get resin cancer but we'll see what happens so, so what's the, yeah, the, the event in Malmö? Uh, as far as I know, uh, Oscar Wikdal, who was mm-hmm. the guy organizing most things, but then I think he uh, got a kid and took a year off, basically, from all organizations. And now he's bringing some, it's like, bringing 30k back to Malmö thing. Uh, and that's all I know at the moment. And I know that Leon <laughs> signed me up for it. I don't know how many points and stuff yet, so I, I'm not really sure. So when is I, that in uh, November? In, no- in November, in November, yeah. uh, and it always uh, seems to be some some 30k thing in November in Malmo. I remember yeah, usually. I drove down there, and then I was hit mm-hmm. by like the the worst snowstorm in my <laughs> life in fucking the most southern part of Sweden. Yeah, yeah. But you least expect it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to drive home, and yeah, it's terrible. Mm. Um, no, but yeah, we'll see. I think I'm. I think I'll bring my ultramarines there, but I I don't know anything yet. I I will gonna, not. You just gotta say that to... the, the event itself was really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Snow, snowstorm was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that I will finish this um, tank army the... until then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring your ultramarines. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then, of course, also shout out that Scandus. Um, for people not knowing, Scandus was supposed to be in Copenhagen, uh, but they had some last-minute problems, I think, maybe that Denmark closed their borders again. And then they had to really quickly rearrange it, so now it's happening in uh, Solentuna. The good old... uh... OG Solentuna. Yeah. The the heresy gods wouldn't allow Scandus to fall into Danish hands. (laughs) It's probably some Nurgle-created coronavirus, and... uh... (laughs) And uh, that's that's where we are today, uh, and I think I think they have uh, spaces left, so definitely check that out. And it's uh, as far as I understand, they're still going with their original idea to do a real time event, um, where you could either play fifteen hundred points Centurion, two thousand five hundred points Normalist, or three thousand five hundred points uh, Leviathan. First weekend in October. Yeah. If any oh. UK listeners are listening, uh, Sweden. Has now been put on the safe travel list. Oh. Well, uh, but so. but Denmark doesn't seem to think that. I guess. <laughs> well, well, Denmark is close to self to everyone, right? 
I don't know. Oh, maybe Denmark is a dangerous place to be. <laughs> yeah. Come over. Uh, come over here. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, we have good healthcare, so if you get the virus, we'll take care of you. Yeah. See, so you get a test in Sweden, apparently. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they got some tests from China that showed the wrong results. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> don't, uh, I don't know. I think they sorted that out, though. Sorry, 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 any Chinese listeners, but I, I'm going to blame you for, for that test, at least. <laughs> oh, anything else you want to add? Any events planned in uh, London that you want to shout out? Uh, no, I don't think there are any heresy events planned in the UK so far. Mm-hmm. But if you have doing... a small uh, fantasy army you want to try out, you could go to this goblin pub. <laughs> yeah, and you'll find Nicholas there. Hit me up if you want to play a thousand points uh, fantasy sixth mm-hmm. edition. Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> we're gonna do it in October sometime. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, and I think that wraps up this episode. Good to see that there's new books coming. There's horse heresy happening. I'm excited um, because I'm building some heresy stuff again. New yeah. army, goddammit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Whew. Love, Can't love wait it. for uh, book 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, not, and we've been pretty busy playing as well. So <laughs> not that bad, I must say. Um, with that, with that uh, I haven't got my dad to say the... the, the uh, let's, <laughs> let, me, let me impersonate my dad. <laughs> That's not what it sounds like. That's me getting into character. Uh, and uh, um, remember, kids, um, Fulgrim, uh, I, I think he, he, he takes, t- takes head and he gives head. Yes. So uh, don't uh, lose your head. 